0: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when balancing life, I have to say, nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it however you choose that's Stayfarm's farms way like a good neighbor Stayfarm farm is there looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results but also
0: empower you with a sense of complete control enter conair girl bomb your secret weapons for smooth sleek results made just for women from the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades you don't have to compromise and settle for less Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at ConairGirlBomb.com or a retailer near you.
2: I think that IVF is a beautiful thing. If it's right for you, I'm not opposed to it. I tried it and I think it's a blessing. I took the time off. I purchased the medication. I went to the doctor's appointments. Everything is ready to go. I'm ready for this. Mentally, I was like, okay, let's do this. Even women in our culture are feel like, well, that's what you came to this life for. It's to reproduce. And I feel like no one should feel pressured or feel like you need to have kids by this time or by this age. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Chicky's and Chill. I'm so happy to have you here with me. Today's episode is going to address a question I get asked a lot. I'm constantly being asked if I want to have kids. I've even done an episode with my fertility doctor on freezing my eggs. Go check that episode out. Now, I haven't frozen my eggs, but I did recently try in vitro fertilization or IVF. You guys know I'm always open and honest with you guys. So today I'm going to share my experience And we'll also talk about what's next for me. So let's get into this episode. This is Cheekies and Chill. Ah, All right, let me take a deep breath for this one, you guys. (laughs) Okay, so I think we should probably start from the top. But before we get into it, I want to say this episode should not be taken as medical advice. Please do your own research and consult with a doctor to see if this treatment is right for you, okay? All right, so why IVF? Well, why not? I think that IVF is a beautiful thing. That is my personal opinion. I think that it's a great thing if it's right for you. I'm not opposed to it. I tried it. And I think it's a blessing that we have this opportunity and this way of being able to freeze your eggs and taking that pressure off your time clock, your inner womanly time clock is what we call it, you know, because I feel very young. I feel very young. I feel that I look very young, but my body, my insides, my organs, my ovaries, my fertility clock is telling me something different, you know? So I think that having IVF is a great option. And I think that you need to be mentally ready for that, and emotionally ready for that you do need to go to a doctor a professional doctor that you know specializes in this and uh dr gadir who you guys have met here on cheekies and chill he's a great doctor he's amazing he's very successful at what he does um so you do definitely need to go and see a doctor and they're going to do blood work and check your levels and check to see i don't know all the terms you guys which is why i'm like okay i can't give you medical advice but i know that they draw blood. And they check to see basically how many eggs you have. You know what I mean? Because we all have a certain amount. We're born with a certain amount. And with every period, well, we lose one. And I have endometriosis. And I've also had cysts in my ovaries. So that also has affected my egg production. I would recommend if you want to have children, if you've had difficulty getting pregnant, go see a fertility doctor. There are so many, especially in L.A. and everywhere in reality. But it is a process. And sometimes it's fairly quick. You have to be on your period when they do these tests, by the way. And yeah, so I tried it and I didn't go through with it. I didn't finish. And that's one thing that I'm going to, which is why I feel like I need to be honest with you guys, is because I shared that episode with Dr. Kadir, my fertility doctor. And I said, OK, I was going to give myself a certain amount of time to do it and that I was going to do it. And I, I did, you know, come through with that part of, you know, the bargain, I said, okay, I started it. And then it just did not feel right in my heart. But we'll get we'll get back to that right now. But when I started IVF, I spoke to so many people. This has been a crazy process for me. It's been, I want to say, three or four years from the very first time I had met Dr. Gadir and I went in there. And if it wasn't one thing, it was another. It was a cyst and they couldn't start my medication because if not, it was going to make the cyst grow. So I had to get that removed and then it grew back. And then I had to get it surgically removed again. It was just crazy. And then I got separated. I got divorced. And I was like, okay, I don't want to have kids. I kind of put it on the back burner for a little bit. And then I restarted it again. Not necessarily because I want to have children, but because like right now, I'm saying I don't want to have children like right this minute. But because, again, I have endometriosis. And Dr. Gadira was saying every year that goes by, the level of your egg production goes down crazy low like with when we st- I think it's like 33 where you really have to like make this a priority if you don't want to have children now but you want to have children in the future this is why egg freezing exists is because this is just how our body works so anyways I talked to my grandma about it once I talked to my sisters about it even Jackie my sister she had said okay if you If your body can't or you're working too much, I will be a surrogate. I mean, like this has been an ongoing conversation. And I talked to my grandma about it way back when, uh, when we were on speaking terms, to be honest, because my ex-husband's mom didn't agree with it. For her, it was, that's not the way it should be. That's not God's way. And I don't want my grandchildren to be frozen. She just saw saw it in a different way. And my grandma is a little bit more open-minded and she is a very religious woman. So I spoke to her and she said, look, do whatever you need to do. So she supported it. So I spoke to everyone. When I started dating Emilio, I, you know, was very honest. And I was like, I don't know if I want to have kids anytime soon. Um, We've had a very open conversation. And he says, "Okay, it's fine with me. And then I brought up the whole IVF thing again because I was like, "Okay, Dr. Gadir sent me another text message. (laughs) He would send me a text message like every two months like, hello. And I've been working so much. Thank goodness. So which is why I would kind of just like, okay, wait, I'm going to take some time off because, you know, you could bloat. You are very emotional. I hear, you know, friends that have done it, like when you're doing IVF, you get very sensitive, you get bloated. It's just it's a lot. You're injecting yourself with like a crazy amount of hormones, which is why I was like, wait, I I come out on TV. I'm I'm constantly on stage like I just want to make sure I have time for it. So anyways, Emilia was very supportive. He said, look, if you feel that that's what you want to do, I'm going to support it. Whatever it is that you want to do. So he's very supportive. He also felt that we could do it on our own naturally, but he was 110% like do it. Whatever is going to make you happy and make you feel safe and sure about your future because I'm not going to lie. He is younger. As you guys know, he's seven years younger. My boyfriend Emilio is seven years younger than me. So I do worry that what if one day I'm just like not able to at all. And I want to have that option. So another question before I move forward, a lot of people ask me if it's expensive and it could be expensive. It could be. And and, and it is, it's anywhere from, I believe it's $15,000 around round of IVF. So it is pricey. Just the medication alone was $6,000. So when I went to see the doctor and they checked on my levels for like the sixth time in these four years, thank goodness, instead of my levels going down, you guys, they actually went up, which is crazy. Dr. Gadir was very, very surprised. He says, wow, you, you seem to be a little better. I think it's because I've lost weight. I'm like eating differently as well. I don't know. But anyways, I bought all the medication. I spoke to nurses and I saw videos on YouTube on how to inject myself because you have to inject yourself. So that was the medication was $6,000. So that's one part. And then the doctor's fee and then the surgical part of it when they, you know, retrieve the eggs and then freezing them and then storing them. So it could be costly, but then again, it's like having a child is is priceless too. So yeah, I kind of did want to cover that because a lot of people have asked me if it's it's costly. So I guess it's just all in how you see it. And it is a good investment, um, especially if you want to have children and you want to take that pressure off. That's why a lot of my friends have done it. They feel like I don't necessarily want to have kids right now. They're very goal oriented and they have their careers and stuff. And and they're just like, I don't want to have kids now, but I want to have the option of if I can't get pregnant in a few years, I have my eggs, you know? So, and that's how I felt. I started the process in October. I had taken the time off. I had set the time aside Um, the last three weeks of October. I said, okay, I'm going to take off. I'm going to do this. I had spoken to Jessica, my makeup artist, who has done like about four, I believe, IVF treatments. And she's an expert. She has done a lot of research and I spoke to her and she helped me so much. She actually was the one that helped me with my my medication because you kind of have to like put it together, you have to measure it, you have to inject yourself. In the beginning, it's one injection, like the first three days. And then after that, it becomes like three or four, something like that. Anyways, I only made it through one day.
0: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with
1: As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey, everyone. It's Wilmer Valderrama, and we're reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tudor podcast network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: So I was, I felt ready mentally. I had mentally prepared myself to say, okay, I'm going to do it in October. This is it. I took the time off. I purchased the medication. I went to the doctor's appointments. I spoke to Jessica. Everything is ready to go. I'm ready for this. Mentally, I was like, okay, let's do this. I realized that emotionally, I was not ready, you guys. I was angry. And I feel that when you're going to do this process, you need to be mentally, physically, because you got to go to the doctors and make sure you're good, emotionally ready and also spiritually ready. And I feel like spiritually and emotionally, I was not there. I remember giving myself the first injection and I was just pissed. I had gotten my period early, first of all, so I still wasn't completely off. I had a show. So I had timed everything according to my period. I usually get in the middle of the month, but I got it early in the month in October. So I had to start early because you have to start like when your period starts. So it was just, I was kind of like frustrated because I'm like, okay, I have, first of all, I have a party. I had Jenica's birthday party. So when you're doing this, you can't drink alcohol. You know what I mean? So there's certain things you can't do. So I was just like, what the heck? I have Jenica's party. This is her birthday. Like, I want to enjoy. I couldn't really drink. And then I had a show. So it just kind of messed up the whole schedule. So that kind of threw me off. It would kind of pissed me off, to be honest. So I was injecting myself. And I remember praying. And I was meditating the day before I started. And I just didn't have peace, you guys. I didn't have peace in my heart. I just did not. What kept coming was change your eating habits. I started microdosing. I kind of mentioned this in another episode and I want to have an episode on that. We'll talk about that later, but I felt like I needed to heal my body naturally. It's crazy because for an event that I had the week before I started the IVF, Jessica was doing my makeup and she hired this other girl to do our hair because I think it was the Carol G concert that I was going to the Carol G concert. And Tony, my regular hairstylist wasn't available for whatever reason. So she brought a friend of hers. It was the first time I had met her. And of course me, I'm always asking questions. And I said, Oh, how many kids do you have? And she said, Oh, I have a son and he's nine years old, something like that. And then I was like, do you want to have any more kids? And she says, well, actually I'm pregnant. Jessica didn't even know she was pregnant. And I said, oh, my God, you're pregnant. She's like, yes. She's like, I haven't told anyone. She said she was 38 years old and she said it was just a surprise. She says, I just never thought that I could get pregnant again. And my husband and I were having unprotected sex and I just wouldn't get pregnant. So I thought, "Okay, well, I'm not going to get pregnant. She's like, all of a sudden I got pregnant. She's like, and I'm happy, but I'm also like, what the heck? I'm 38 years old. My son is older. I'm starting all over. So I just felt it. I was like, wow, then it could happen. And then there was this 42 year old lady, my nail lady. I've known her for 10 years and her and her husband, she just wouldn't get pregnant. And all of a sudden I see her after a few months because I go to different nail salons and I hadn't seen her in a while and she's freaking six months pregnant. And she's like, oh my God, it was a surprise. I'm having a girl. I'm 42. I am so tired, but I'm so happy. Like we weren't expecting it. So I'm just like, dude, my body can do it. Is this how I felt? I'm like, if I really want to have a child and God really wants that for me, then he's going to make it happen. Like no matter what is going on in my body, even if I have two eggs left in my entire body and my ovaries, I feel like God is going to make it happen. If he wants to fertilize that egg, it's going to happen. So that's kind of where I'm at. And that's kind of what I felt because I injected myself the first night. The day of Jenica's birthday party was the first, actually. The injection was October 8th. I injected myself. It wasn't painful. It was fine. There are some oral pills that you have to take. A lot of it are injections in your abdomen. Very teeny tiny, like very small needles. The size of, I don't know if you guys have ever gotten Botox, but if you've gotten Botox, it's like they're very tiny needles. You have to squeeze your tummy and you have to like, it's around your belly button area. So you do it. One time on your left side of the belly button, on the other the other time that you have to inject on the right side. It doesn't hurt at all. One of them stings, like the the solution that you inject kind of stings a little bit. And the only thing I felt, because really it was like three injections that I did, I just felt very hot. I felt like just really, really hot. And you do have the choice of going into the doctor's office every day and having someone do it for you. Or you can have a nurse come to your home that you would have to hire to inject you but in reality like I'm not very scared of needles and it didn't hurt that bad because the needle was very very tiny and my doctor had like YouTube videos and a nurse that you can talk to and I could just like I had so many questions because I was so nervous I was like can I eat this can I drink this and like so they were like on call I could just text them Um, so they're very very helpful but in reality it didn't the injections didn't hurt I mean Jessica told me, obviously, because she she did it. She went through, like, the whole process. You do get a little sore in that area, and obviously you start getting bloated in, like, your abdomen because, like, all of your eggs are getting super big. They're going from, like, being teeny tiny to, like, growing because that's how they they want them to just inflate and get really big and strong so that when they retrieve them, remove them, they're nice and plump. You know what I mean? Uh, So that they don't affect what's inside. So that's how they explained it to me. But you do have the choice of going into the doctor's office and doing it. Every day. It just wasn't convenient for me. So I was like, I'm just going to do it myself, you know, because I'm gangster and I'm not scared. So <laughs> but I mean, I get it. Some people have phobia of like needles, but that was in my case. Um, but other than that, I mean, yeah, it was, it's a lot of medication, but you don't have to take it all at once. It's like spread between morning, midday, night. And then an antibiotic that you take like in a few days, like after doing your like first injections. But again, I didn't get that far. I just got all the lessons. I did make the mistake of researching like how is that certain medication going to make me feel? And I know it can make you feel emotional and it can make you feel so many different things. And I hadn't felt any of that. I just felt really hot. I got like a lot of hot flashes. The next morning I did it again and I was supposed to do another one at night. And I just decided that I couldn't like because I did not have peace. That's how I decide a lot of things that I do in my life. Like, I'm like, okay, do I have peace? Do I feel happy about this? Do I feel just zen about it? And I did not feel zen. I said, it's not my time then. It's just not my time. And I'm going to try to just do and make certain life changes for the next year. And if it happens, it happens. I'm not on birth control. So that's basically what I decided. And you know what's crazy is that I was a little scared to tell Emilio that I had decided not to to go through with it because I remember the morning after I did my first shot the day after Jenica's birthday party, I was in my restroom because that's where I meditate. Um, I was meditating, doing my whole ritual, my morning routine. And I came out of the restroom. I was like, dang, I'm scared to tell Emilio because I don't know what he's going to think. Like I, I usually, and I love to finish what I start. So I felt in a way like I'm not finishing what I started and I'm going back on my word is kind of how I felt. But I had a peace. It was crazy, you know? So I just, I went and I, he was laying in bed and I was like, Emilio, I decided not to do it. And he said, Decide not to do what? And I said, I don't want to do IVF. He said, okay, that's fine. That's fine. It's your body and I support you. It was so easy. And he's like, babe, it's fine. I'm no one to tell you to do it or not to do it. And it felt good to have a partner that was like, gave me a hug because I cried a little bit. I'm like, I just feel like I'm going to let my doctor down and Jessica's going to be disappointed. And I just like, you know what I mean? Because Jessica was kind of like holding my hand through the whole thing. But he hugged me. He says, this is your decision. It's not even mine. And it just felt so good. You know, I'm so blessed to be able to to have a partner that doesn't pressure me and doesn't make me feel bad about maybe not going through with something or changing my mind. And I, but I was a little scared. (laughs) I was nervous, Uh, but he took it very well. So That also gave me a lot of peace. And of course, my doctor, Dr. Gadeer, was very upset. He says, I think you're making a mistake. And I said, I understand. I get it. I said, look, if in a year it doesn't happen on its own, then I will go see you. He says, okay, but remember what happens every year. I'm like, I know. And I'm okay with my decision, you guys. I said, okay, that happened in October. I'll give myself, so this October, 2023, to say, okay, I either start IVF again or I'm just okay with maybe there's a possibility. I'll never have children. But then again, I'm telling you guys, whether you want it or not. I was like, God, may your will be done. And that's where I'm at. I'm kind of like there. May your will be done, God. Whatever is meant for me will happen. And I just need to take that stress off of my shoulders and stop feeling. And for a long time, I was feeling like, oh my God, like my body's not functioning. I'm broken quote-unquote and it's like no like that's not what it is and i'm not broken and i'm okay and this is my decision and i'm okay with this decision right now i have peace with this decision i completely felt like i felt like i was doing it for the wrong reasons i was doing it because my doctor wanted me to do it i was doing it because jessica you know she is a little older than me and she was like cheeky's like i'm suffering like i really want to have a child like and I was kind of where you're at. And she's like, and now I'm kind of like going through it. Like, you should really do it. Like, she really wanted me to do it. So I didn't want to let them down. And I feel like that was the wrong reasons. I wasn't doing it because, yes, this is what I want to do. This is like, you know what I mean? I just was not emotionally and spiritually aligned with the process. So I'm going to give myself time. So that's basically what it is, you guys. And I wanted to tell you guys this and share it with you because You guys have seen like on the reality shows, like when I went to go see Dr. Gadir and then on the podcast, I spoke to him and I was really like, yes, let's do this. And the time came and I just didn't feel like I was ready completely.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
4: I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together. Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: I'll be honest with you guys. I'll be honest. I think during the time when I started IVF, I felt, again, pressured. There's always, in every interview, it's always, when are you going to have kids? And, you know, can you have kids? And in reality, like, I feel like, I know I can. It's not like I'm, like, infertile. I know that I could probably get pregnant. I just haven't really tried, you guys. I haven't really tried to get pregnant. There's ways and things that you could do to get pregnant. I just haven't tried. And it's because I want to say 80% of me is just not ready to have kids. And it could be because I raised my siblings. It could be because I'm living like the best time of my life. And I'm working and my career is going so amazing that I just want to focus on that. I want to focus on myself for a while Because I gave so much of my life to my siblings, to my mom, and I don't regret it. But now I feel it's it's, it's my time and I want to travel to so many different places and I have a partner that supports me and I'm just living the life that I've wanted to live for a very long time. And I know that I'm going to be an excellent mom if that's what God wants me to be and become. I know that my world is going to stop and so many things are going to change that I just don't know if I'm necessarily ready for that. But it is exhausting to be asked all the time and to feel that pressure of the world. And especially being a Latina, it's kind of like, Oh, well you're already in your thirties and you don't have kids. Like it's kind of like frowned upon. And it's like a lot of men and women, even women, you know, in our culture are feel like, well, that's what you came to this life in this earth for It's to reproduce. And yes and no, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like no one should feel pressured or feel like you need to have kids by this time or by this age. And, it's like, no, that's not fair. Like, this is how there are so many children, I feel like, in the system because, of course, people are irresponsible or, or certain things happen in their life and they get, you know, pregnant and then they don't want the child. And, and they, you know, it's just it's like a, that's a whole other episode, I feel. But I feel like you're never going to be 100 percent ready to have a child. But you f- I feel like you need to be at least 80 percent, 90 percent to say, OK, yeah, I, I'm, I want to have a kid. So it is exhausting, though, because it's like, dude, just let me live my life. Like, in my mind, I've had four kids already. You know, my siblings. Like, I raised them. I helped raise them. And I know what it is to do all that stuff. And I just want to take my time. And, dude, Janet Jackson had her child, I think, at 50. Freaking JLo lo had her twins at 39. Mariah, I mean, I'm not comparing myself to these women. But, hey, they're artists. And it kind of just makes me and gives me hope. And my nail, sh- my nail girl got pregnant out of nowhere at 42. So... I don't know but it is exhausting you guys to think about it and now I think that's why I feel just relieved and I'm like oh I could breathe like this is my decision this is my body this is my future this is my fucking life and I'm gonna do what I want to do when I want to do it and when I did that I just felt like this huge weight off of my shoulders and I was like oh shit yes I could breathe. God has my back. And I'm like, dude, I have faith. I know what God can do. I know God is a God of miracles. And if I meant to have a child, it's going to happen. And once I did that, I had complete peace. And I said, okay, cool. And all the medication that I invested in, it didn't go to waste, you guys. I gave it to Jessica. She's going to start, I think, her other round. I think she already started in January. And I gave it to her. I said, here, this is for you. And I felt good about giving her a gift because, again, it's expensive. And she was so happy she said, oh, my God, chiquis, thank you. And, you know, and I blessed someone else's life. So that made me feel better. And now I don't feel so much pressure. Now I am I think that this year when they ask me, okay, are you, chiquis, when are you going to have kids? When God says, that's what I'm going to answer. Cuando Dios quiera. Y cuando tú me des dinero para, para like, supportarlos to support my children. When you give me money, then maybe I'll have kids. I don't know. <sighs> that was a whole lot, huh? <laughs> it's was a whole lot. But I just had to take myself back to that moment and... I get asked so much about kids and I know a lot of people want to see one of my children, especially Johnny. Johnny really, really wants me to have kids. He thinks it's going to happen this year. He's like, "I don't know, but it's going to happen. 2023 is the year you're going to get pregnant. It's going to be a girl." And he thinks that my mother's going to reincarnate in my child. That is what Johnny says. <laughs> Might sound crazy. I don't know, but a lot of the things that this kid says comes true. He's very spiritually connected as well. So, I don't know. I don't know. I'm leaving it in God's hands, you guys, but If you ask me, would I do IVF again? Yes, I would. I would definitely try it. If I am spiritually, mentally, and physically ready, I will do it. Do I recommend it? Yes, I do recommend it. And I do recommend for you to speak to a fertility doctor, go to the fertility doctor, ask all those questions, because there's a lot of stuff that I still don't know and all the medical terms that I don't know how to even pronounce. But it is important that you see a doctor if this is what you want to do. And I think it's a beautiful thing that we have this available. And um, I feel good about my decision. I really do. All right, so that's my experience with IVF. I think it's a great option for a lot of women. I just didn't think it was right for me, for my journey. And once again, guys, my story is not a substitute for medical advice. So it's important to do your own research and talk to a medical professional. Thank you guys so much for listening to my story. Like always, los quiero mucho. And I hope it helps some of you in some way. Some way, somehow. Now, let's get into some words of inspiration. It's time for my motivational quote. I feel like this quote is very fitting for today's conversation. My own approval is all I need. My own approval is all I need. And you guys... It's what it is your decision your life your consequences you guys so that is a quote thank you so much again for being here with me it feels so good to be able to talk to you guys about anything and everything and just let it all out here on chickies and chill and just it's it's always just a form of therapy thank you guys for listening los quiero mucho and i will see you on the next episode of Chiquis and chill besitos do you need advice on love, relationships, health y i I'm so excited to share with you that my Cheekies and Chill podcast will have an extra episode drop each week. I'll be answering all your questions. Just leave me a voice message con todas sus preguntas y yo te las voy a contestar personalmente. All you have to do is go to speakpipe.com slash and Chill podcast and record your questions. I can't wait to hear from you. a production of iHeartRadio and the My Cultura Podcast Network. Follow us on Instagram at My and follow me, Chiquis, that's C-H-I-Q-U-I-S. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast and check us out on YouTube.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip.